Life in the Now supports you to create an amazing and fulfilling life with practical spirituality so that you can overcome your resistive and often negative subconscious mind which blocks, distracts, and sabotages you from becoming your real, true, authentic self. Together we will discover practical, proven methods so that you experience your life and your relationships in a passionate, healthy, and joyous way. This is David Greenwood. Welcome. It's time to live your life in the now. In this episode, we're going to explore psychic phenomena, what it means, how it affects your reality, and I'll share with you some of my own experiences with psychic phenomena so that you'll have an understanding of how crazy these types of things can be. Hi, this is David Greenwood of Your Life in the Now, helping you to move forward to enjoy this amazing life, this amazing world, your amazing mind, helping you get clear of the old negative programming so that you can begin to uncover beyond the reality of your own mind what truth could be. Now I know that sounds like a tall order, and it is, and we'll be doing this the rest of our life, but we can get a long ways once we get beyond that negative conditioned mind, which is always interpreting things in its own way, sometimes correctly, sometimes incorrectly. So what is psychic phenomena? Psychic phenomena for most people means things like ESP, reincarnation, astral projection, other worlds, life after death, and so much more. Now we're not gonna go into every aspect here today, but I do want to explore how important it is to be very aware of how your mind is programmed by your own experiences. And later I'm gonna share my own experiences in the psychic realm, what they were, how they came about, how I thought about them, and how they did affect me in the way I viewed life and the decisions I made as a result of them. Yes, they can be really crazy, and as a scientist, I really don't know the answer, but I'm gonna share with you the direct experiences I had and you can decide for yourself. So psychic phenomena, why is it important? You know, I had a talk with a friend once, we were talking about using the psychotropic drugs for helping for depression, anxiety, etc. And he claimed that in his own mind, in his own experience, using LSD had a profound effect upon him. It showed him there were other realms and other realities that he hadn't even imagined. Okay, that's a possibility. That's why we move through life looking for experiences because they're going to enrich our life. Now, do you need to take drugs to do it? No, I don't think so. But for many people who were caught in old negative programming, some of them felt like they needed a boost, something to get them out of it. I want to help you get out of that rut of the old conditioned mind without drugs, without needing to rely on anything else other than having a healthy mind. When you have a psychic experience, it usually causes a great disturbance in the force, in your own mind. Think of your mind as having organized data and it feels like it's got a handle on life and what things mean. And when you have something like a psychic experience, everything can change. Suddenly, you're confronted with ideas like, is there such thing as ghosts? What are these things? What are poltergeists? What are these energies that I'm feeling? How does that relate to my own life? And what's important for this discussion, for this brief exploration of psychic phenomena is how it affects your outlook on life and how it shows 
how often your mind will go into denial. One of the greatest attributes disempowering people is denial. Denial that your subconscious uses is a protective mechanism. And we're going to explore other ways of denial when we talk about UFOs in another episode. Again, talking about how it affects our mind and our ability to perceive reality. But your subconscious is always trying its best to protect you, using the past knowledge that it gained over those early years when it learned and was programmed a certain way. So now it's trying to understand things. And when psychic phenomena comes along, when you have an experience that's beyond your normal waking ability, it causes this huge disruption and either it causes an interest level in a healthy you to want to explore and understand these things more which i did um, but you, you don't have to get stuck in it but more about that later or it causes us to go into denial where we just totally try to subdue subvert and bury an experience because it doesn't fit our worldview Look, most of us inherited religions and perspectives from our parents. And some of those views are probably great. Some may not be so great. But the idea is to not necessarily follow what somebody else says or somebody else's opinion of life. It's good to do that for yourself. But when your mind has been programmed, it wants to hold on to those old beliefs and feel safe and secure within its control. And your subconscious, for the most part, will react to psychic phenomena with either, if you have a healthy subconscious in this area, with an interest, or it will try to deny it, bury it, and cover it up. You may not even remember you had some type of experience. Your mind is that good at having you forget about it. I had many times over the years when I had positive, wonderful experiences, my mind still wanted me to forget about it, not focus on it, and go back to old patterns. I'm sure you have the very same thing You've got parts of your subconscious that is causing you to go back to old ways, forgetting you at your best, you at your peak, the you you're meant to be. Okay, so psychic phenomena, the experience of it did change my life because in a way maybe you're not really thinking because I didn't get stuck in it, but it led me to the next step. And for that, I'll always be grateful. And it did open up my mind to new possibilities. Again, as a scientist, I love exploring the world around us and what it means, including the hidden world, whatever that means to you. It helped me with that a lot. But if you can keep a scientific perspective when you go into these things and not jump to conclusions, don't necessarily read what other people say it is, including me, but be open to many possibilities. When we talk about UFOs, we're going to talk about a lot of different possibilities for what they are, very mundane to very extraordinary. More about that later. But when you talk about psychic phenomena, if you can, just be open to it being many different things. We don't really know the answers. Our minds are so limited. And if we try to avoid jumping to conclusions and instead just remain open to the experience and learn from the experience and be in the moment, I think you're going to find that the journey can be amazing. So let's talk a little bit more about my own particular experiences and how they came about. And hopefully you might learn something from it and get a good laugh, if nothing else. And I think where I'm going to go for a walk outside on this beautiful summer day and talk more about it later. One summer, I think it was my junior year in high school, we started having some interesting experiences that I think were a direct result of our interest in psychic phenomena. 
Now, it doesn't mean that psychic phenomena is real. It could be our imagination. It could be fueled by an intense desire to have these experiences. But I wanted to describe some of them because perhaps you have had something similar. And one of the first experiences we had was one evening we were driving in a car. You know, as friends tend to do, you go out and you drive somewhere and talk. And one of the ladies, one of the girls we were with, had developed what she thought was the ability to talk with her guides. A spiritual guide is someone on the other side, a spirit, soul, person passed on who was there to help us and guide us. I'm sure you've heard of the term spiritual guides before. So she was talking with her spiritual guide as we were driving in the car. That's six of us in the car, you know, back in high school, you fill a car with people, drive around and talk about fun things. And we're driving in the car and we were driving on some of the back roads in Bremerton. It was, some of them were pretty shady out in the woods and dusk was coming and it was starting to get dark. We drove by one house and had this really strange experience. We had this feeling, all of us, you know, when the hairs on the back of your neck stand up, there was this tingling, this feeling of mixture of fear and dread or something's wrong. And as we drove by the house, this one house, it tended to diminish. And so I was driving, so we drove down. Everybody looked at each other and said, what the hell was that? What did that mean? What did we just experience? And so, we drove on a little ways, and I decided to turn around and go back and try to see if we could recreate it. And sure enough, when we drove by that house, we had that feeling again, this, this intense feeling of panic or fear or dread or something was wrong. I guess that's the best way to put it. The next day, we found out someone tried to commit suicide in that house. Coincidence? Maybe. But we all experienced something only in that one area. And that was just the beginning of our drive that night. So as we were driving down this country lane by a beautiful little lake, took a, took a corner and went down a little road I had never been down before. It was pretty dark out by that time. And as soon as I turned the corner, I realized that my lights didn't seem to penetrate the darkness. It just seemed a little weird. At the same time, the girl right beside me said, we do not want to go down this road. And she said in a voice that really wasn't hers. It was very authoritarian and very male-like and repeated, we do not want to go down this road. And I immediately felt this fear pass through me like, oh my gosh, what's up ahead? And I felt this tug on me as if some part of me wanted to keep going and another part wanted to turn around. So I was able to stop the car, turn around and get out of there and immediately felt better and asked her, well, what was that? You know, everybody in the car had felt this overwhelming feeling of this fear and this anxiety. And she just said something was up there waiting to scare us or do something that was somehow going to drain our energy in some way. I didn't really I didn't know what that meant, but I was happy to turn around. But that was two things in one evening. So it was kind of strange that something like that would happen. And we eventually got back to town by another half hour and we were driving down a road. It was a four-lane road, but it was in town, so you're going pretty slow. And I was in what's called a fast lane, you know, near the center line. Driving along, and I noticed up ahead of me, a car started backing out of a driveway, because the driveway is what came right off this road. It was a, you know, a little city road. So I slowed the car down, and the car backed up. 
And then right when it got in front of me, it stopped and there was nobody in the car. And that was weird enough. But it just sat there for a moment. And then just when I thought, well, maybe we're going to go around it, it sped up, made a big circle, and backed right in front of me up onto the lawn of the neighbor. And again, there was nobody in the car. The lady who was next to me, the girl, said she could see some form in the car driving it. I didn't. But I certainly felt like there was something weird happening when this was happening. And so what I dis discovered was that something had driven right up onto the lawn and we, we, we stopped the car just to see what was happening, so did the car behind us. And we went up and the lady came running out of the house and she said, well, somehow my car doors got locked and it got, I put it in drive, but or in park, but now it's in reverse and then it stopped and she couldn't figure it out, neither could we. So that was three things in one night that were fairly interesting when it comes to psychic phenomena something that showed us that there's something there now who knows whether what she was experiencing was real or not but we certainly all felt something unique with each of those moments and what that did actually was lead to a whole summer of even more interesting experiences so when it comes to psychic phenomena i've certainly had my share when i was younger and as a scientist, of course, I don't want to jump to conclusions to say, well, it's this or that, because I really don't know. But I do know the power of imagination, the power of our mind, the power of our creativity to make something up. But when everybody in the car felt certain things at certain times, you know, almost at the same time, it's really a little bit disturbing. <laughs> and it began to worry that somehow we tapped into something that maybe we shouldn't have been playing with. So a couple weeks later, we, it was the summertime, we decided to set up our teepee trailer that we had. One of those little fold-up type trailers, and my brother and I were going to spend the, most of the summer sleeping outside. So we'd stay out there, and then strange things started to happen. I'd be walking out to the trailer, and I heard footsteps, like someone running up behind me, you know, just a thump, 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 thump. I'd look around, there'd be nobody there. And then I'd wake up at night and I'd hear this humming above me, yeah, up above me, <laughs> like a roar, oscillating in the air above me. And I had no idea what it was, no idea what it meant, and never saw anything. Didn't really feel anything like that, but it was very strange to have all these things happen. And then one night, my brother said he woke up and heard that same noise and tried to wake me up and said, Dave, Dave, what's happening? What is that? And he said, I sat up with my eyes closed, turned to him and started speaking in this weird language. He had no idea what it was, something he'd never heard before and something certainly I don't know where it could have come from. But after going on like this for about a minute, I stopped, looked at him and said, that's the way they speak up there. And I laid back down and went back to sleep and it really freaked him out. And of course, it would have been great if I would have been able to record that to know what it was, but I believe him went through things. I don't remember any of that. Probably the strangest thing that happened to us was at one time I was out playing croquet during the day with my friends and my brother came running down the stairs and came out and kind of said quietly just so I could hear it said Dave there's something in Jan's room. Jan was my sister had her own room upstairs and so we had enough weird experiences for me to be a little bit on edge. My brother the night before had an experience 
of waking up and hearing this party going on downstairs. And he thought that was pretty odd because my parents, well, they had parties once in a while, but I don't think it was a Friday or Saturday night. So he thought it was strange. Went downstairs. It seemed like everybody was asleep, but it was just noise, like people were just having fun. And and he went downstairs, opened up the, the door and went in. As soon as he got into the living room where it was, where it was noise was coming from, it stopped. And there were no lights on, absolutely nobody in the living room. So he was already pretty freaked out because of that. Didn't know what it meant and went back upstairs. So when he came running outside and told me there was something in Jan's room, I had no idea what it was. I just instinctively went up the stairs, looked in the room. There was nothing in the room, took a step in and immediately I felt, I never saw anything, but I felt as if it was about 10 feet away from me, eye level, like there was something there in front of me emanating the most incredible feeling of terror and fear I had ever felt in my life. Just like it was emanating from this one place. Now that's how I interpreted it. Years later I can maybe think of it in a little different way, but in that moment it was terrifying, almost mind-numbing, that type of fear. If you've ever felt that, you know what I'm talking about. And I had been reading some things, because we've been going through these interesting experiences, about clearing to see if there was something there. So I said some of these things about you know I am the power and I bring in the light and you know standard things like that for protection that you hear many people use today and immediately the feeling went away and I thought okay I don't know what that was but I'm gonna go back downstairs my friends are probably wondering what I'm doing I never said anything went downstairs and uh, continued to play croquet and my friend who was playing croquet called me later and said the strangest thing happened as I was driving home I swear to God there was something in my back seat something was just there and it just creeped me out and he said he got home his parents weren't there he went in and the radio came on all of a sudden which is really strange it never did that before and so he said he went over and turned it off he was already freaked out and it came back on again he was so concerned about whatever it was that he ran out of the house and didn't come back till later that night when his parents got home <laughs> Of course I thought something went home with him that was had been there at our place. I have no idea what happened, but it was pretty coincidental that something like that seemed to happen at the same time. And there were little incidences like that throughout the summer. And what it taught me was that if you are playing with certain energies and certain things and you're taking them lightly and maybe you're almost immaturely going into them, You've got to be careful because you may just be, as people say, vibrating at a level that is not really that high, but it is a level that may attract some of these things, whatever they are. And again, I have no idea if that explanation is correct. All I know are the experiences that happened to me I had never had before and then I never had again because what I learned was that it's not worth it to go through that. And from then on, I started looking into more spiritual approach, not one for fun, but for more of a spiritual learning and growing. And once I did, they never came back. I never had that feeling. I never had that fear. I never had that concern again. And that taught me something that, in my mind, that is what we're, we're meant to do. Something that is about growthful and to play with some of these energies and things is just not a good idea. At least that was my own experience. Now, from the subconscious standpoint, our subconscious is always learning and growing based on our experiences. So you know what my subconscious is was feeling. It was really getting programmed to 
be worried and be aware if something like that was going to happen again. It didn't want me to go into those type of events because it felt out of control. And it did show me how amazing our experiences and the belief we establish about those experiences, how they have an effect upon ourselves and our outlook of life. How the subconscious programming is literally creating our beliefs. As a result for me, because of those negative experiences, I wanted to go into more spiritual experiences, people working on self-growth and doing things for the betterment. I mean, not just the entertainment factor. And that's what I came away with, was that there's something there. I have no idea what it is. Uh, there's many explanations. You can read about those if you want. All I know is that I'm not interested in ever going back. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in going into a more profoundly connecting and transformational process and state of awareness and not really wanting to get stuck in pure entertainment. People that, that just do Ouija board, I'm always concerned they're waving a flag on some level and attracting something, whether it's unleashing something within themselves, whether it's calling in something outside, I really don't know. But psychic phenomena can be fun and it can be deadly. So that's my own experiences in psychic phenomena. Take from it what you will, but the important thing is to understand, at least in my case, how the psychic phenomena could be a pathway, a doorway onward. It opened me up to new possibilities and caused me to think things in different ways. And perhaps you've had similar experiences. I'd be curious to hear from comments some of you might have had. Probably, maybe a lot of you had more positive experiences. And certainly, a lot of those weren't all negative. Probably the only psychic power I ever developed was a strange one later that year. I suddenly developed the ability to know exactly what song was going to be on the radio. <laughs> what a useless thing to have. But yeah, for a week. I'd listened to one particular radio station. Probably made it easier to tune into it. And right before I turned it on, I knew exactly what song it was going to be. I probably did this about mm, seven or eight times over the week, different things. I was always right. And then it went away. But talk about a useless psychic ability to know what songs on the radio. I have to do is turn the radio on and you can find out. Anyway, not to rule out psychic experiences. Certainly they are fun and interesting. But again, be aware of how your subconscious mind can be programmed and can get caught up in old, old behaviors, old habits, or maybe you just want to be entertained. And I put it to you, we need to be able to have a balance of moving forward and not letting denial of your subconscious mind keep you from moving forward and exploring and enjoying the life you were meant to live. And if you like this video, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. It'll allow me to reach more people and to have more discussions down the road. I'll see you then.